0: Welcome to the Energise Inc. monthly hot topic on a timely issue in the volunteer field. I'm Rob Jackson, director of Rob Jackson Consulting Limited and guest writer for this month's hot topic. Bribing volunteers. Should we be incentivizing people for their time? For several years now, the practice of incentivising people to volunteer has become increasingly common. But is this the right approach? Some argue these incentives amount to nothing more than bribes, whilst others herald their success. What can this debate teach us about motivation in the modern age? Incentives to volunteer appear in different forms. Volunteers receiving discounts and offers from shops, businesses, cinemas etc. Access to concert tickets unavailable to anyone but those who volunteer a certain number of hours and discounts on membership dues for the organisation people choose to volunteer with. Just recently, Civil Society Media reported on a UK volunteering charity that has launched a volunteering reward card scheme in London. I'm sure many more and varied examples exist. I've seen leaders of volunteers who are deeply uncomfortable with these incentives, focusing on their financial value and seeing them as nothing more than bribes. I've seen others set aside their initial discomfort because the incentives offered to attract new and or diverse groups into volunteering. And I've seen still others wholeheartedly embrace the idea right from the start, with new initiatives being launched around the world. This issue came up in my mind recently after reading a Blinkist summary of Daniel Pink's book, Drive. Pink argues that we need to change our idea of how people are motivated, surely a key topic for leaders of volunteers. Pink suggests that the carrot-and-stick approach of rewards and sanctions continue to dominate the workplace. He says, Employers who rely on extrinsic motivation work on the premise that their workers, if not driven by the consequences of the stick and carrot, fundamentally have no enthusiasm for their work and will try to shirk any responsibility. Therefore, those in a management position must invariably direct And supervise them. Does that sound familiar? That's pretty close to the attitude many organisations and employees have of volunteers. It certainly chimes with the way modern volunteer management has developed, becoming more formalised and HR-like as it emphasises rules, management, processes and control. As a counter to this, Pink makes the case for a different approach. He says, there is another inner force that drives us, The Intrinsic Motivation 3.0 When a person finds a job fulfilling, no further reward is necessary. In other words, if the work we give volunteers meets their motivational needs, then that's all the incentive and reward people need to get involved. Consider this quote from Pink. Tens of thousands of people write and edit articles for Wikipedia voluntarily out of pure enjoyment. They invest valuable time in this endeavour and receive not even the lowest material reward in return. Although the growth of Wikipedia was dependent on voluntary writers, the project became an enormous success. In contrast, its rival product, Microsoft Encarta, whose development was in the hands of well-paid professional authors and editors, was closed down some years ago. Pink makes a critical point here. We do not get the best out of people, paid or volunteer, if we assume their default setting is, quote, having no enthusiasm for their work and trying to shirk any responsibility, end quote. Yet isn't that exactly why we have intrins- extrinsic incentives to get people to volunteer? We feel the need to dangle some shiny carrot to get people to consider giving us some of their precious time because if we don't, they won't. Further, dealing with our volunteer recruitment challenges by relying on incentives might actually contribute towards a concerning aspect of society that Pink highlights. He says, Intrinsic motivation is gradually lost as a person is confronted with the world, in which everything relies on extrinsic motivation. As children, we're driven by our inner desires to learn, to discover and to help others. But as we grow, we are programmed by our society to need extrinsic motivations. If we take out the trash, study hard, work tirelessly, we'll be rewarded with friendly praise, high grades and good paychecks. Slowly, we lose more and more of our intrinsic motivation. On the path towards adulthood, our natural dedication decreases with age. Striving to change something in oneself and in society is a much healthier and satisfying impetus. For more and more people, such meaningful goals have become their main driving force. We are increasingly committing ourselves to voluntary and unpaid activities. Wow, that's pretty powerful. I wonder if those of us in volunteer leadership and management are often barking up the wrong tree. Faced with immediate recruitment struggles, are we taking the easy way out by incentivising people to volunteer? Are we mistakenly placing too much emphasis on policies, procedures, rules and control as the essential tools to get the best from volunteers? Are we seeing success in how many volunteers we have and how many hours they give, rather than in an understanding of the true difference they make in our communities? The more I think about it, I think the answer is yes. If we want to incentivise people into volunteering, perhaps we need to steer a different course. A course that offers a more flexible, empowering, rewarding and fulfilling volunteering experience. As Pink puts it, Intrinsically motivated people want to be able to dictate when they work, what they work on and what they are responsible for. They do not need to be directed or rewarded because they enjoy working and do so voluntarily without demanding anything in return. Relinquishing control like that is a big shift for many of our colleagues who work with volunteers. It means we, as leaders of volunteering, will have to effect significant cultural and practical change in our organisations. That requires us to cast off the shackles of how we've always done things and embrace new approaches. How exciting. I'd love to hear from you. Have you tried incentives to get people to volunteer? What were they? Did they work? Are you trying to implement these kinds of changes in your organisation? What's working? Do you agree with my thoughts on what Daniel Pink says or do you see things differently? This Hot Topic is also available in written form on our website at www.energiseinc.com where you can read responses, post comments of your own or read past Hot Topics. You can also respond to this Hot Topic by sending an email to webmaster at energiseinc.com Thank you so much for listening today.